there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV, it's the Hey Pal Podcast. Hey Pal. Hey Pal. <laughs> with Jared and Davo. So this is going to be a special episode. I know we say that a lot, but we just got hey, to pal. watch. I, I, I was talking. I don't care. Oh, well, okay. I'm repping Philly versus everybody, <laughs> mofo. Whoa, mofo. <laughs> Where did you get that? You never say mofo. Check that out. I baby. hate this Check chain. Check that out. Die Do hard me a favor. Philly, shop gold. Nobody can see you, but I, I'll let everyone know. He just pulled out a chain that was tucked in. That is a Philadelphia Eagle um, you love it. I, can you, you put so that away it. for the show? Oh, Just you put so it away. Love it. And don't and don't bring it out for our guests. <laughs> Dave, how much did you love? Dumb. Everyone is doing great. Uh, absolutely loved it. I mean, you called me. You never call me. First of all, you never call me. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason to. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, you actually called me and you were like wanting to talk about a show. And I know when you're genuinely excited. I, I did. I mean, this show is 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 brilliant. Um. You know, I'm so excited to have this dynamic duo on the show today. The Dy- creators dynamic, of the show. Yeah, dynamic is a great way of putting it. They wrote it. They directed it. They acted in it. They started in it. They did craft services for it. Should we Should I mean, we do a show where, they did we, it all. where we do all those things? Probably not because I don't think it would be successful. Okay. Well, that's fair. We'll just leave it to Lafferty and Coletti, <laughs> yes. right? Let's leave it to the professionals. Yeah. So so everybody, look, we're going to get into the into the interview as soon as, uh, you know, uh, as soon as we can. Um, but it, it, this show, I just, I, I just... 
urge everyone to watch this show. It is just absolutely awesome. On Hulu. On Hulu. You you rarely ever see where like two actors are just like, you know what? I want to go create my own thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear all the hats on it, and then I'm gonna go and sell it to a place like Hulu, you know, yep. and that's a huge feat in itself. And it's gonna come out to the world and it's gonna be, you know, successful. And that's what this show is doing. And we are lucky enough to have gotten the two leads um of that show as they are they're pals. Yeah, they're they're our pals. <laughs> and you know, they did just an incredible job with it. It's super exciting to see them kind of take that on because it's a big endeavor to do something like this. Yeah. And then of course, on Hulu, you have the opportunity to stream the entire series mm-hmm. and binge it in one night, which is awesome, which is what I did. So, um, yeah. I think it's time for our next guest, Dave. And we've got two of them, not one. I mean, this is a big, big moment in Hey Pal podcast history. We have a dynamic duo we've on got, the show You today. know what? I'm clapping you up, too. Yes. We do. We do have a dynamic duo. So our next guests have been all over your television sets for a very, very long time. They are personal pals of ours. Stephen Coletti starred in Laguna Beach and then made the leap over to meet James Lafferty on One Tree Hill, where now they star opposite each other in a brand new series on Hulu in which they co-created, they co-star, they've both directed, they write it, they... I mean, I, the list goes on. They and on. Did, every, we, did you can, guys do craft can we just bring? Can we just bring them in? <laughs> Stephen Coletti and James Lafferty on our... Yeah. On, 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 hey, yeah. hey, boys, how you doing? Uh, that's good. We should probably note that uh, due to uh, budget reasons, we had to uh, wear all the hats. So, yes, we did do craft service, <laughs> okay. we did do hair and makeup, and we did do all the other positions as well. It was awesome. Absolutely. You guys did an incredible job. A huge, huge fan of the show. Uh, really enjoyed it. Caught myself laughing, LOLing, laughing out loud <laughs> multiple times. So, uh, really, really great job, guys. Um, so, speaking Thank of your you. new show, uh, you guys are a duo. And it made me think of sports duos. We, you know, we talk sports here. We talk entertainment. And one great sports duo was James Harden and Kevin Durant, who played for Oklahoma City together. And then they went their separate ways, much like you guys did. You guys were together on One Tree Hill, went your separate ways, did your own projects, and then now came back together like James Harden and like Kevin Durant, who are playing in Brooklyn now. Now you guys came together to work on your project. So tell us a little bit about what that was like and uh, how it all came about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was, it was working on one tree hill together was, um, obviously, you know, a dream. And that was when we were a lot younger. Like, I think we met on that show when we were what, like, uh, around 21, Steven, 22, something like that. I just remember going to a bar with a fake ID. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. 20. So maybe I was 21. Um, and we spent a lot of time on that show and, you know, obviously grew very close and, and became friends. Um, but once it was time for us to sort of like phase into the next uh, stage of our lives, you know, we, we knew that we wanted to work on things behind the camera independently. Um, Stephen was writing, uh, producing, and I had been directing. Um, and we knew that we wanted to work on something together, but it was really about just trying to figure out what that right thing was going to be. We didn't want to force it. We didn't want to just um, start, you know, I don't know, just shooting YouTube, uh, half-baked YouTube videos or something. Right. Um, Which was, we had those... But we, we had kicked, those ideas early we on that those we ideas throw around, around that were but, yeah, yeah yeah not not worthy. We're glad but, that we uh, we took some years to mature. <laughs> yeah, and ultimately it just became about living. I think living enough life to get some perspective to be able to look back and get some perspective on what we had sort of gone through in this industry and how you know it took it took us you know a while to to sort of grow up and learn some hard lessons. Um, it, it, yeah, it wasn't until then that we sort of looked at each, each other and our lives and we're like, maybe there's a comedy here. Maybe there's some 
maybe there's some story that we can mine out of this and some funny stuff that we can mine out of this and really make people laugh and also sort of showcase um, what we feel like we can do behind the camera as well as in, in front of the camera. So that's sort yeah. of how, how it came about. And, and so the thing with, with KD and, and Harden is like, you know, you're in each other's lives every day, right? When they were in Oklahoma City, just like we'll use that example for that's One Tree Hill. And then they go their separate ways. They're both professionals, just like you guys are. James, you've gone on to do other shows and movies, and Steven has gone on to do other shows and movies. So they aren't able to really stay that much in, in, in contact. I know that you guys are, are, are very close, just like they, they formed a bond. You know, were you able to stay in contact as much as you like, or, or were you not? And then when you get back together... Like, what is that feel? You know, is it like first day of school when like, it's like, okay, the, the, band, the band is back kind of like they're feeling right now on the court. I feel like there was like, uh, thankfully like a trust built up to that point where when it came time to shooting this thing, uh, well, I, I'll take it back a little bit more. When we first sat down to talk about, uh, writing this thing and James came to me with, with the idea originally and said, you know, I want to build this out with you. What do you think? And I think we both went in that first session of like, well, let's see how this goes. Like, I know we enjoy having a beer together, but uh, as far as, you know, business, we've worked <laughs> together before in the past. We didn't have a ton of scenes together in, in One Tree Hill, but like, all right, you know, if we're going to, you know, um, get serious about something, how is this, you know, how's that rela working relationship going to work? And thankfully, after the first time we sat down and, and we're riding together, it, it felt like it went smoothly. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, um, we just both participated in a way that by the end of the day, I know I had a sense of relief. I was like, oh, I'm glad that that went well um, and that we can continue forward because you just never know. I was like, I feel like I'm understanding his vision. I've got an idea. And, and when I kind of share that with him, he seems to be receptive to that. And so I knew pretty quickly I was like, sweet, exhale. I think this is going to work. Let's move forward. I don't know what your experience was, James. Yeah, I mean, it's similar. I guess, you know, it's like with, with sports or with this or anything that you do, what you guys are doing with the podcast, you know, it's like, everything is um so much of it depends on chemistry and so much right. of it depends on each individual's like when you're talking about a team of two people uh the the ability to compromise um and the ability to like you know to listen to the other person and um i mean and i'm, also I'm feel, so feel glad like you're bringing this heard. up james because uh this is a good lesson for jared because he doesn't understand the word compromise i don't think he can spell <laughs> it i don't think he knows the definition so please go on <laughs> but yeah man i mean that's why you see so many you know it's like you see these nba super teams that get formed and, and for some reason they don't work and you're like well how can that not work there was all these amazing players on this one team there's all these all-stars and you're like well it, it i mean it, it seems pretty clear to me after going through this process that the reason it doesn't work is because you have to have the right personalities mixing and you have to have the right people that are willing to settle into certain roles for the good of the team right and i think and that's be honest with you even I like, naturally yeah. yeah to have that trust like James, yeah. i'll tell you move that microphone away from that thing on your on your hoodie right where that oh, there you go it was just scratching a little bit. Oh yeah, there, okay. There you go. Oh, or James. <laughs> I, I was like, Mir wait. So let let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Who before we get to the next question? Who is KD and who is Harden in this relationship? That's all we want to know, guys. That's all we want to know. Oh, man, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I would say it's like both. Let's see, shades pop on both sides because I feel like KD's a, a better baller, and and I give I'll give James the better game before me. Wow. Um, but, but. I'd like to think that I'm in a lot better shape than James. Uh oh, so I'm on that front. <laughs> and I'm kidding. I'm kidding. James built like Superman over here. I, no, 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 no. I think yeah. No, listen. Well, who I, has I a better can, beard? 
Uh, yeah. do you guys make the decision? I mean, it's 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 close. There's there's pros and cons to both beards. I'm seeing. Maybe we've got my, a 50-50. Skype does a lot for my beard. I have to say it's a lot more wiry than it looks on camera. But <laughs> to be honest, actual, and, and I, the actual I enjoyed your beard when you went off the deep end on the show where you just let it kind of grow everywhere with like all over the <laughs> neck. neck beard. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. how is he dealing with this right now? It's like that steel hair that you used in chem class in high school. Just like glass with that wire brush. Don't go anywhere. Hey pal, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm 
Okay, so here, here's the deal, guys. We, we've watched the show. I, I, I've watched it multiple times. Um, we, 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 love, we love the show. And like we talked about at the top, you guys are wearing so many hats, right? Um, so we, it got Dave and I uh, you, you know, thinking about sports and how Dave was actually pointing out, when, when was this, Dave, in the 70s, how they used to... Uh, there used to be... Well, you guys did so many... Like he said, you wore so many hats on this project. In the 70s, it was pretty popular for a major league baseball player to play and to also manage at the same time. So like Frank Robinson did it, uh, Pete Rose did it later in like the eighties, but it was kind of something that was, was pretty common. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were, yeah, just got us thinking like, do you guys think that maybe like with the success that you're having, I know that that's in the entertainment field, right? But do you think that it would behoove like a uh, LeBron James or somebody to not have a coach and to bring that back and to have like a, a player coach and, and to, and to wear those hats because, because I'll tell you what guys, Coletti and Lafferty, like the reason that I think it's so good is because, uh, and this is just obviously my opinion, but I think it's so good because you've, you've been an actor, right? So you, you, you've, you've been an actor, you've seen what the director does and you've seen what, what a director needs to do to speak to his actors. And so now you're stepping in the, the director's chair and you know how to relate to other actors. You know how to get the best performance out of your supporting cast. You also know how to like coach yourself now because you've been through it. You know, you've been on the playing field for a while, so you know how to do, do it all. And so like, does that translate to you guys with, with athletes, do you think that they could get to a position where, like, if LeBron was coaching himself, you know, that it would it would be better than than if like Frank Vogel was coaching the team? I would say that I, I think you need to have that um, that kind of foundation of somebody who's a, who's a little 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 further away from the painting, if you will, maybe a little, little step out of the team and, and who can look from the outside perspective. And you know, and, and so I don't know. I think that. I mean, we have we've had a lot of help on this. Uh, the Nelms brothers that James have worked with, um, Johnny Durango, Michelle Lang. These are like instrumental producers that came in and were, you know, if James and I were both on camera at the same time, um, you know, there to to guide us. Otherwise, we would have just been, you know, swimming in circles out there and see. So um, I, I think it's important. And I will say, like, it's funny when Frank Vogel went onto the Lakers, everyone was like, like, who's this guy? I think they were trying to get somebody else. And, and then Vogel was like the second or third choice. And everyone just kind of wrote him off. And I love how he stepped into the role and he, you know what, he knows when to stay out of the way, right. And let them do their thing. But I think to have a grounding point, a kind of centering spot for somebody that's a little bit outside of that, that circle, that's say on the court, if you will, I think it's important to have that. Cause you can kind of tell, you know, the guys of, Hey, there's another perspective that needs to be offered here. Um, so I, I don't know. That's my feeling. I, I, I do. Important. I mean, I think that that's a great point, but I, I will go back to y- your set. You, you are Steven, you and James have been like the head coach and I understand that you have help off the court and those could be like the GMs and the owners. Right. But you guys have head coach this thing. You also are the players going out on the court. You know, um, I mean, you guys have been, been doing it all. And I guess to round out that, that point, I'm just saying like, it's, it's damn impressive. And it got Dave and I just our heads circling. Like, I wonder if players could do that nowadays, you know, on, in the, in the sports world. Well, it's interesting because oh, yeah. Bruce Arians talked about it after the, uh, the goat Tom Brady, you know, going to another Super Bowl, which is just bananas. And he talked Long about, born. that was one of the things that he's, he lets him coach on the field. And, you know, someone was talking to Brady about it. And I think that was part of why him and Belichick butted heads because Belichick wanted to be the coach and wanted to call the shots. And Arians is like, sometimes I just let Tom, you know, do what Tom wants to do. And obviously it's worked out for them. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you as far as in the heat of battle, right? I, I think that that having the, the on-field coach or being able to coach on the field, I think that, yeah, that that, that is important. And, and, and head coaches should let those guys do that, especially when they're out there, they're in the trenches, and they're really you know taking the hits. They know what's going on. Like it's one thing to be calling the, the plays from the sideline, but to actually you know be on the field, taking the hits and seeing what's what's going on in, in you know real time. I, yeah, it's important to have somebody that can do that, you know, in that position. Yeah. Um, Great. Um, all right, now James, you're a huge basketball fan, a pretty skilled basketball player. You played in a bunch of celebrity a, games. A like very in, skilled in basketball Orleans, player. Very mm-hmm. skilled. Uh, in New Orleans, you played in the celeb game. I've thrown I've thrown James Lafferty some lobs where he's caught them, and uh, well, have, have, uh, I don't know if we ever connected on a on a lob dunk. I think it was just, like we got close a couple times, but yeah, we did get. Game. That's what I was saying. A lot of a lot of Jared's basketball plays in his head, anyways. <laughs> he makes a lot of stuff up, so it is possible. It is possible, but. Um, I'm curious is, is, you know, having that relationship with basketball and for you, Steven, having a relationship with baseball and being a big baseball fan. And I'll ask James first, what have you taken from the basketball court that you've brought um, from that sport into your acting or into your directing? That's a great question. Um, and I think it's I think it's more than I actually am conscious of. And the more I get older, the more I realize how valuable my experience and um, and with basketball was, um, and like my formative years. You know, just the ability to work with a team, um, the ability to find and settle into your role, um, and the ability to sort of you know see the court, right? Like see several things happening at the same time. And basketball to me is such a fluid game, right? And there's so much that happens in the moment that you don't have the advantage of um, a lot of time to plan for your next move. Uh, you can study the game tape. You can, you know, relive the game in your head after the game's over and look back at things in hindsight as 2020 and try to make your adjustments from there. Um, and, and I think um, film and television shooting is, is very much the same way. When you're on a set, things are moving so fast and there are so many moving parts. There's so many, you know, there can be 30 to 50 people on set at any given time, each of which is working towards the same thing, but has different individual objectives. So there has to be a certain cohesiveness to all of it and a connection to all of it. And to me, that is directly related. You know, it is is totally parallels what you're going through playing in a basketball game. So, um, you know, I I actually I haven't touched a ball for years now, which is like tragic to me. And, And the more I the longer I go without actually being on the court or playing the more I miss it and the more I actually have this like context, this perspective where I look back and I'm like, I I think the reason I'm missing it so much is because it informs so much of what I did in my outside life and the way that I live. And, and it's, and it's interesting too, because, you know, like I said, we, we've played basketball before and Steven, uh, all three of us. And the cool thing about you two that I always would tell people is how unselfish you are. You're such you're such teammates. Like it, it is unreal. Like it doesn't matter if, if Steven scored a couple buckets in a row or if James has scored 10 points in a row, like, uh, you, you know, like you guys are always like, no, 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 I don't want the ball again. Like, let's get everyone else involved. And I feel like that translates not only to your friendships, you know, um, but also to now your professional, you know, careers where you have the power and you're the ones directing and, and, and kind of like spreading your DNA throughout everyone else, you know? 
Uh, the fact that you played in a basketball game with me where I made consecutive shots. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, I, I wish I could hug you. Right it's now. happened, Steven. It's happened. It's, it's one thing to be unselfish on the court, but it's also one thing to shoot a low percentage and just give the ball away. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big part about sports and also in, in being on set and, and, and acting in film and TV is stay in your lane, know what you do well, and, and <laughs> know where your weaknesses are. And I think that, you know, to back to you know, James and I working together, I feel like we, uh, there's a common sensibility of, of um, you know, what we set out to do with this thing, but um, also bringing, you know, different things to the table and understanding, you know, uh, our strengths to weaknesses and, and you know, m- making that work. And that's, that's you know, obviously big in, in sports and a sport like like, um, like basketball and even baseball, you know, trusting the other people to do their job and staying out of their way when you need to. Yeah, like you and guys that's said. that's also how the role. game is the most fun. It doesn't matter what game you're playing. It's like the game is the most fun. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy watching great teams play. There's yeah. nothing more magical than watching yeah. an epic team play in whatever sport it is. And just like, it's like that, that alchemy that happens is something that is truly, you know, great players, they come and they go. There's a great player for every generation. You can argue whether or not they were better or worse than the one that came before them, but there are sensa- there's always going to be sensational players. But yeah. every single team that comes together to do great things is, is so incredibly unique for so many different reasons. Like, I feel like that's what makes you love the game is, the, is those teams. And so I feel like we have that similar sensibility with like, you know, the set that we try to build. It's like this can be this can be we can make this the greatest working experience that we've ever had and try to make that it the same for everybody else. And when that's happening, when when it's when there's that vibe on set, then that's what makes it special. And that you feel that on the screen. Like yeah. once that, like that energy, it's, it's somehow it translates, it translates and it sort of like seeps its way into whatever you're making. And you can feel the difference between a project that was, um, you know, made for money and a project that was made for love. I really think you can. Yeah, ab- uh, absolutely. Uh, Especially uh, if you guys are in charge of craft uh, services, uh, you know whether to bring Sour Patch Kids or not. Which- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. D- Dave, I was just going to tell you, and, and no, I can't spell alchemy. So don't, I don't know, ask. Can't yeah, spell oh, okay, I just didn't want you to ask. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Hey, pal, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But, but <laughs> St- Stephen, before I get to my next question, I, I, I do, I do agree. Like, it's just the fact that you can even. Um, be so self-aware to stay in your lane though. You know, I I know we kid and you say like, I don't score a lot of points and I got to stay in my lane, but like that, that is what makes you, you. Cause a lot of people will go like, yeah, but if they would give me the ball, I could score 20 in a row. Like, you know, and then (laughs) why is Dave pointing at me? (laughs) But, but but what I'm saying is like, I'm just like, I I go back to like this show and I really hope that everybody who is listening goes and watches uh, 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 this show because I'm just circling back to it on how floored I was. And guys, I'm I'm like I'm like in it with you guys. You know, we've known each other since we were 21 years old and I am the most critical person of all the work all the time and I've texted James probably like 20 times going, "Wait, how did you do this? And how did you do that? And golly, man, Steven this and Steven that." And it just is it's the fact that you can say things like stay in your lane that then allows you to have the perspective of going, "That's that person's strengths. That's that person's strengths." And then you go and you empower them and you know, it makes for better chemistry, makes for everybody being able to shine in their own light, you know, in a show like this. And and anyways, okay, I'll stop. I have my next oh, no, question. And, and, and really quick, <laughs> okay, go I ahead, mean, Dave. James, you brought up a great point. When you can see a team in all their element, like I'm a lunatic Sixers fan. Boo. So I, haven't, I haven't been able to see my team be good in years. But when you see a, a, like a factory, like what Golden State did with their passing, you know, recently the last few years or what San Antonio did when, you know, you just every player on that team, like for the Spurs, when they had Duncan and Ginobili and, and Parker, they knew their exact roles and what they had to do. And watching that, whether you're a fan of those teams or not, like watching Golden State, when you see those guys make those passes to that open guy, you're just like, this is incredible. Like everybody knows their role. Everybody knows their spot. So who, who are your guys' teams, you. by the way? I was just going to say, I feel you because the, the Spurs for so many years, like – Fuck the Spurs! Like, I, I hated them. I was, I'm a Lakers fan, yeah, and I just I honestly despise them. Yeah, and it was kind of like early LeBron James too. And then over time, you see one how the Spurs, Popovich, how they work. I went to a Laker game, and 
and could hear Tony talking to Pop, and and they're going through plays, and I was like, man, respect for this team. Like, yep. the egos are checked at the door. Everyone knows their job. And I honestly started loving watching the team. And yep. then LeBron, after all these years, you've seen what he's done, the, pr- the pressure. Because early on, it was easy to, you know, he, he made himself low-hanging fruit with the, um, the, the chosen one and all that. And so you would naturally just, you know, almost wish to see him fail in a way. Yep. And, and, and um, he hasn't. And then he's also been, like... <laughs> a model citizen, like everything on and off the court, you got to respect the hell out of what that guy's done um, over the years. So he's yeah. amazing. But, 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 I respect but, everything, but his hairline. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but by the, by the way, by the way, Steven staying on this, on this parallel that we do on the show, that's exactly how I feel. Other people in the industry are going to feel when they watch your show, right? They're going to, they're going to at first go, you weren't even saying it out loud because it, you didn't mean it fully, but it was like a mouthing, like fuck the Spurs. They're going to look at this show and go, fuck these guys. How the fuck did they go? And and we never cuss on the show. So sorry. Anyways, but what, you know, how did these guys go and, and, uh, you know, fund it? How did they go and make it? How did they go and execute it? How did they go and wear all these hats? And then over time, they're going to study it and study it. And just like you, you started to respect them. They're going to go, man, I respect these guys. And just like then it probably motivated you, you know, to, to now love that kind of basketball. It's going to motivate uh, aspiring filmmakers or filmmakers that are already in the business to then go, man, I want to be like Steven and James and I want to go and do that. And you know what? It's just a kudos to you guys because it's, it's really awesome. I mean, I remember when you guys were coming, had this, these thoughts. I mean, this was four and five years ago now, you know, and it's just been a long path and it's been, uh, anyway, can we give a round of applause to them? Yeah, real quick? I, I, just, just very impressive. I mean, it's impressive shit. All right, pals, that was the end of part one with James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti. Wait, what are you, why, are you, why are you stopping at part one? Because we are doing two parts now, Jared okay. Einson. Uh, okay, but when is that going to air? On Thursday. On th- so I got to wait two whole days? You got to wait two days, buddy. Oh, all right, fine. You just got to wait. Two days. I mean, you've Go waited ahead, for Dave. a lot of things in life, and now you just got to wait Go for ahead, this. Dave. Just continue. You've waited to be successful. You've waited to make money. <laughs> what about a girlfriend? You've waited for the touch of a, a, a warm touch from a woman. <laughs> You've waited for all those things, so you can wait two more days. Uh, look, I'm uh, sorry for interrupting you. Just finish. And we will be back with James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti on Thursday for more uh, hijinks. For more Hey Pal. For more Hey Pal. For hey, more Hey Pal. That's right. <laughs> hey Pal is a production of iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV. Hosted by Jared Einson and Dave Osako. Producer is Kyle Tequila. Executive producer for iHeartRadio is Sean Titone. Executive producers for Tenderfoot TV are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Catch new episodes of Hey Pal every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, share it with your friends, and subscribe. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 